Mike's your bitch. Make that Mike your bitch. Motherfucker. Just kidding. What's going on, everybody? Dave is still not here. He is a busy, busy man. All right. Hopefully, he'll be back on Wednesday, and it'll be yes, a bright, sir. sunny day. I don't know. I have oh, a feeling. sunny day. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I I feel like I want to be there, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be. I think this week's going to suck for a lot of people. I don't know why. You want to be there? I want to be in that bright, sunny day. Oh, you know, you know okay. what I mean? I okay. want that, like, the sunshine on my shoulders, making me happy well, type who of doesn't? thing. You know? Who doesn't? Sunshine, sunshine's good for you. It is. You know, in in modicum amounts. No. But, oh, in a lot of amounts. Yeah, they say uh, the sun isn't bad for you at all. Mm. There, I've seen an interview from a while back. Yeah. Saying that, uh, saying that uh, the sun causes, like, all the skin cancer and stuff like that. It's not what it's from. Oh, it's from shit. our food. I see. It's what we're eating, not yeah. what we're taking in from the sun. And like the um, sunblock. Yeah. Some of the sunblock stuff has benzene in it, I yeah. know. Not good for the skin, causes cancer and all that shit. But um, do you ever uh, sun gaze? Yeah. Sun gaze? You ever heard of this? No. Yeah, people, uh, I heard it on a couple of I like tinfoil hat and whatnot. There's certain guests that will sun gaze. You just stare at the sun? Yeah. For like, uh, I, I think they do it at the, you know, beginning of the day, not very bright sun, right? Like when just watching the sunrise? It might like, be. But or like staring directly into the ball of fire. You're, you're staring into the ball, man. You don't ever stare at the ball. That's what I, that's what we've been told, <laughs> but we've been told that for a reason, Chris. Oh, okay. Maybe. I mean, do your eyes start doing weird things and you see stuff you shouldn't? Yeah. It, it like I don't know. I'm not recommending people stare at the sun. Yeah, I don't. I don't. uh, I mean, I've done it. I've looked at the sun and then I see like the blotches. (laughs) Yeah, I see blotchy stuff like when I blink and that's not good. That's not pleasurable. I'm like, what is this shit? When will it go away? (laughs) I'm like like when the flashlight doesn't work and you're like, what the hell? And then you hit the button. Oh, finally you shake it and it goes. That's never good. Yeah. Light right in your face. Yeah. I'm like David after dentist. Remember that little kid? Is this real life? Is this gonna last forever? <laughs> and then he just like just rip roars, <laughs> like he screams because he's so high. Oh boy. Anyway, yeah, we we're gonna be talking about some shit, right? Yeah, we're gonna be talking about Russia's new evidence that they came out with at the UN Security Council, mm. and then uh, talking about some grab bag stuff. We're gonna have some fun. But yeah, before we do, everybody go to pardonmyamerican.com. Buy some merch, okay? Yeah. It's it's comfy. It's good, and it looks good on you, okay? And people, you know, it's a conversation starter. Yeah. It really is. I don't know how many people I've walked into the store, and they're like, oh, I like that. Pardon my American. Fuck yeah. Hell yes. I mean, they don't know. I had to tell them, hey, we're podcasts. Go check it out, and you'll love it. Mm-hmm. But they just love the term. There Pardon you go. my American. Yeah, and so we're coming out with some new merch, hopefully soon. Because yeah. we're going to have a lot more time opening up. The guys are going to be fully dedicated once the homes are sold. Okay? Yes, sir. 
Selling the house is priority numero uno, and then it's is uh, it's go time. So yes, we're we're gonna be going hard. We're gonna be doing things a lot on Patreon. So get on Patreon. We have five ten dollar tiers and a twenty dollar tier. We might be switching some stuff up here there. Yeah, and extra content. Extra content is going to be only on those stations like Rockfin, Patreon. We have Rumble, everybody. So get on Rumble too. Yeah. Subscribe everywhere you can because. YouTube is, you know, it's it's hit and miss sometimes. So, um, yeah. Thank you to everybody out there who shares the content. And if you're listening to this, please rate and review and subscribe and download and share. Because and that, show everyone. Yes. Showing is growing and we want to blow this up. That's what it is all about. Okay and okay. So, the first thing that I have is... If you go to the first tab over in uh, hour two there. So this is Russia. Uh, this is an article coming out of Newsweek. Russia claims to have, quote, new evidence of United States biolabs in Ukraine. Hmm. All right. And now this was posted on Thursday, yeah. uh, 512. And this was prior to the meeting that happened on Friday the 13th. And they said that uh, the Russian deputy advance or, or ambassador to the United Nations said Thursday that Russia has, quote, new evidence of military biological programs that he alleged were carried out the U.S. biolabs in Ukraine. Hmm. Since the start of the Ukraine war, Russian officials have alleged several times that the U.S. is running biolabs in Ukraine's borders, even though the accusations have yet to be proven well, and that's where they, they got that wrong also. It's not since the start of the war. Putin's been saying there's been biolabs on his border for years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this isn't something new to that part of the world. Like, Putin's been complaining about this forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and um, they're, they're saying in this article that these accusations that we're running these biolabs, or that the U.S. deep state is running these biolabs, yeah. hasn't been proven? Oh, they've already admitted that they have biolabs there. Yeah, right? Remember Marco Rubio got it out of that uh, Victoria Newland yeah. lady? It was like, oh, so, yeah, I so know, you do have biolabs. Yeah, so I don't know how this is yet to be proven. I mean, they said they're there. Yeah. I mean, this clearly says biolabs. This doesn't say bioweapons labs. Yeah, this true. This article is purely wrong. So essentially, the U.S. has repeatedly refuted the allegations, but Polyansky? Polyansky's post indicates that Russia has not deterred from voicing them. Now, this meeting happened, okay? Yeah. This UN Security Council happened, and Russia showed up. I have a kind of a little, you know, digestible clip to clip here, and it just kind of gives you the uh, consolidated what happened out of this. You had a 17 or seven minute or so clip. This is from InfoWars. We don't want, we don't have to play that, but um, they spoke quite a bit about what they found, like new evidence, right? Mm-hmm. So essentially, if you guys remember, this first happened when Russia, it, they asked for a meeting for the UN Security Council to meet because they said that they found evidence of biolabs, right? Yeah. This, when this whole thing blew up beginning of March. And we have BioClandestine. BioClandestine is the account that originally posted on Twitter. He got banned for it, but he posted about, hey, this where they're bombing seems to be overlapping where these biolabs are. 
Yeah. You know, and we kind of looked at that. It kind of no, yeah, did, kind of did. Not exactly, but in the area. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, well, maybe he's on to something with these biolabs. And then you find out, oh, Metabiota is related to that. It's, you know, it's connected to Hunter Biden's. Yeah. Rosemont Seneca. And then you just have the Department of Defense over there. So he is saying he got his hands on the English translated version of this because they're speaking Russian, right? He says in, you know, here's the big points, the big takeaways. So the biological threat reduction program were creating and trafficking biological weapons. So not only were they creating them there, but they were trafficking them or trafficking them. Um, special Russian military operation revealed biological weapons via pathogens and they confiscated drones hmm. equipped with 30 liter or liter aerosol containers for spraying pathogens. Not only is that creating the pathogen, but they created a vessel to use the weapon. And so remember when we talked about this, they, they, had the, they found a document, right? Russia found a document where they were inquiring. So Ukrainian soldiers were inquiring about drones. Yeah. And what can, you know, these mosquitoes, remember it was right around the yeah. time, like these deadly mosquitoes were coming. Can we, can we fit some mosquitoes in this cargo? Can we release these mosquitoes? And... That's what they're referring to. They're referring to, well, not only did we find those physically, but well, we found already equipped with this shit. Well, we found these 30 liter aerosol containers that yeah. connect to the drones. Yeah, so it was it, a delivery system. Yes. And there he goes on and says the biological weapons as well as the pharmaceutical <laughs> activities were all held in Ukraine. But the ideologues behind the scheme are ruling families of the DNC. Mm. And there's this schematic. If you look at the schematic, and it shows the ideologues in the middle here. Yeah, Barack Obama, Biden, Hillary, Soros. And it talks about their involvement of how they were involved with this coordination of biological laboratory research in Ukraine. <clears throat> it shows that Barack Obama had some, he was a, embedded into the partnership or entered into the partnership agreements with Ukraine in 2005 to launch the bioweapons program. And then you have Biden. I don't know if you can zoom in on that. Biden coordinated the activities of the executors of the military biological program involved in the financial fraud in Ukraine. You have Hillary Clinton she spearheaded the adoption of the U.S. strategy to counter biological threats, promoted the legislation of the dual-use research, and then George Soros, he just sponsored. The major sponsor of the military biological research in Ukraine and lobbyist for Big Pharma. Yeah. But in this big schematic, I mean, we don't have to go through the whole thing, but just if you look at it, you have the people of the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. They are setting tasks to the organizers, who is the Department of State, U.S. Department of Defense, Ministry of Agriculture, CDC, you name it, right? Who then go to allocate the budget to the sponsors, which you have a whole bunch of these big wig sponsors down in this bucket. Who do we have here? What is this? I don't even know how to pronounce all that shit. Is that in Russian? Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of Russian ones. That one has a big Open Society Foundation. There you go. Soros. Uh, another Soros one. Eco Health Alliance. Alliance. Okay, so they're allocating the budget towards these sponsors. These are foundations and non-governmental or- organizations. And they have funding for the dual research use. So they, 
the the funding that goes into those sponsors, the sponsors then spend that money onto this research. Yeah. And so you have the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine. You have Black & Veatch, Metabiota. You got SkyMount Medical, Ministry of Health of Ukraine. All of these people doing the research of building these bioweapons. Now, if you scroll over, yeah, it says transfer of biomaterials and research results. Now, this is kind of different here. Where you have the transfer of these biomedical or biomaterials. Yeah. They're going to the U.S. Armed Forces MBCP units. But also, also to all these pharmaceutical corporations. You have these pharmaceutical corporations that are getting a piece of this, too. So you have Gilead, Pfizer, Battelle, Merck, Moderna, Eli Lilly. So they're kind of putting all of this together. And then um, you have one final arrow that just says securing profits and financial support. So the, the pharmaceutical companies are supporting the people that are supporting them. Yeah, it's a big circle of money. Mm-hmm. Like it always is. Yes. So, essentially, that's what they came out with, this big freaking diagram. But it's just a diagram. Show me the proof. Where's the proof, baby? Right? You got documents to back that up? Now, we did have um, documents that they tried to swipe off of the uh, Ukraine embassy website. Remember, there was 11 PDFs or so of all the labs that were funded by the Department of Defense. Mm Mm-hmm. Those were all wiped away, but those are clear documents that show that, yes, the Department of Defense, the U.S. Department of Defense. Knew about the labs. They funded it. And, yeah. They gave them money. Uh, so going back to bioclandestine here, he goes on to say, not only are Americans conducting this type of research, but so are Germany and Poland. Dissemination of pathogens on Ukraine was done so, was done so on their civilians. In the form of disseminating biological material by handing out counterfeit money contaminated with pathogens. Hmm. Hmm. So that's how they spread it around in Ukraine. Russia finds evidence of Pentagon and humane experimentation of psychiatric patients in Ukraine. So they experimented on psychiatric patients. Yeah, because we haven't seen that before here in the U.S. No, yeah. Veterinary laboratories, like in Maripol, were being used as stash houses for pathogens to circumvent oversight. So they were using these because who's going to go and suspect a veterinary hospital or a laboratory to be holding pathogens? Yeah, right. They're just there to take care of puppies and kittens. Take care of your little animals. Yeah. Uh, The U.S. shipped mass amounts of biological protective gear to Ukraine, proving their knowledge of bioactivity. The U.S. DNC was facilitating an offensive biological weapons program. Russia claims that they put an end to all criminal experimentation on civilians. Think Nuremberg. And then there's a picture. So if you go to, we're going to have to probably go to our telegram so you can see that one photo. But this is a photo of what they found in Maripol. Now this was at... One of the veterinary laboratories. And it's like the perfect cover because you'd never expect there to be just samples on samples of different bacteria strains or, or microbial cultures. Yeah. So they're growing and forcing these pathogens to reproduce. Uh, yeah, they're they're growing these things. So, but that's not something that you would do at a veterinary clinic. You would 
you'd never have experimental microbial research or not even microbial. This would be um, any kind of research, any like type that of it, at, right? At the vet, it wouldn't happen. Yes, they don't have the. They normally don't have the capabilities, or or even the expertise to deal with that kind of stuff. No. And so going into this Infowars thing, so um, if you can switch back to Infowars, uh, there was a part of this seven-minute clip that they have that claims that if you scroll down to the, the or actually scroll up, it says, at a recent United Nations Security Council meeting, meeting the, U, the Russian delegation asked why the U.S. is not answering allegations into creating bioweapons labs and using air and water as spreading vectors. So they were using water. Remember the whole watch the water with the venom shit? Mm-hmm. It's not snake venom, but it's this, uh, you know, cholera, typhoid, hepatitis A and E. They're spreading shit in the water, man. And it's through the air, obviously, with the drone technology. Yeah, but... It's just funny that why though? Why why do you need to do this kind of shit? Mm. Is it just because you just wanna wanna fuck people up and make them so controllable that it's Well look at what we did with COVID. What can you do with a pathogen? You can shut the whole world down, bro. That's true. That's what that's what I'm saying. Is it literally just a control aspect, a mechanism to initiate the control over people? Is that the only reason? Uh, Yeah. I mean, but obviously if you want to do the whole great reset thing, you have depopulation and yeah. Like what is, well, the world is full of all these fucking people that are in the heads of countries and shit. And they're all seem like they're all fucked up in the head. Well, remember in that article that we were reading about the drones. So the Ukrainian officials were looking into the, the the drone company they were asking what's what's this drone company capable of doing like yeah. what are these drones can they carry uh, let's just say 30 liters of mosquitoes eh, oh, oh okay yeah they did say that the use of drones and certain either mosquitoes or diseases that you can aerosolize would debilitate your enemy to the point of they would not be able to fight you yeah so you literally go in take the drones drop this shit in the air or in the vicinity. Yeah. And then you just sit back and wait a little bit and they can just walk in. Yeah. So if you have a faction that's pushing against a massive government and this faction is within a little area, you yeah. can send in a drone, wipe them out with some sort of cholera disease. You know, within a week or two, they'd all be shitting themselves to death. I don't know. But at the same time, all these countries that are doing this all agreed with each other that chemical warfare is a big no-no. Yeah. Well, they're doing it. I know. So, it's just, I mean, it just makes you think, like, why even do these treaties if everyone knows people are going to be doing it anyway? Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's we outlawed, we banned gain-of-function research here in the United States. But so yet we they're just, still doing it. Well, we just went to a different country where it was legal to do it. Yeah. Or where it was just not even thought of. Like, yeah, sure, we'll do it over here. You know, so it's, it's like, OK, then why do we have laws if you're just going to go to another country and break them? You know, I feel like the laws of a country should stick with the person, not necessarily. The, oh, you can't just go do this in another country. You're an, you're a citizen of this one. You have to abide by our laws while you're in another country, especially ones like that. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, what are you, what do you really, what's the intent? And I think the intent matters, especially well, when yeah. making bio weapons and shit. Especially like, if you're funneling the funding for this through so many different organizations that, so it just gets lost in translation. Yes. There's obviously you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I have the full transcript here and I found some, some sentences that I kind of want to go through because I find that it's interesting. Um, so this was the Russian ambassador. So the Russian defense ministry. And this is the full transcript of what he's saying. This is uh, who is this guy? What's that guy's name right there? Does it say Russian delegation? Doesn't really tell. So, no. oh, actually, right there, Russia's UN ambassador Vasily Nabenzia. Nabenzia, Vasily Nabenzia. Yeah, the bald dude. You guys know him. He has a shiny head. Okay, wears some glasses. But he is. He's basically opens this statement up saying that the United States has repeatedly denied the claims that biological weapons are being made in Ukraine, right? Mm. And he's just saying Ukraine lacks the infrastructure to develop and produce biological weapons and all that shit. So it's not happening, right? That's, this is coming from uh, Robert Pope, the director of cooperative threat reduction program. But um, this, uh, the UN ambassador says, I would like to recall that the term biological weapons includes biological formulations that contain pathogenic microorganisms and toxins, as well as the means of delivery and use of said formulations. And so he goes on to say that, you know, Ukrainian healthcare is socially significant. So the priority uh, of doing this type of research would go towards like HIV, poliomyelitis, measles, hepatitis. But he says that U.S. customers are interested in completely different nomenclature, such as cholera, tularemia, tularemia, plague, and hantaviruses. Mm. So, as the result of the special military operation of the territory of Ukraine, facts of works or facts of work with the specified pathogens, which are potential agents of biological biological weapons. So that's that's the thing is this all has the potential to be used as weapons, right? And hantaviruses, those are hanta. said they're they're spread mainly by rodents. Yeah, they're gross, dude. They're not good. They're not good. But he's saying, in addition, on March 9th, three unmanned aerial vehicles equipped with 30-liter containers and equipment for spraying formulations were detected by Russian reconnaissance units in the Kherson region. region. At the end of April, 10 more were found near Kokova. Or Kakova. Sorry, these are just, you know, (laughs) it is what it is, man. But, you know, he goes on to, like, blame, you know, Big Pharma, DNC, the biotechnology, all this shit. There was (coughs) something. Oh, he's talking about the German government here, too. Um. There's just a lot, dude. There's a lot of shit. You know, new documents reveal that between 2016 and 2019 alone, three and a half thousand blood serum samples of citizens living in 25 regions of Ukraine were taken by military epidemiologists from the uh, something something microbiology Institute. And 
there's something about 124. I think I highlighted it. If you can go to the last or the, the second one right there. Yeah, if you scroll down, you might be able to find what is that? What's the last highlighted thing? Oh, yeah, I didn't highlight it. Dang it. Oh, here it is. 124 strains were reported. So, so this is at the Maripol Veterinary Laboratory. Um, he was talking about it. They, they found evidence that it looked like there were documents being burned. They were trying mm -hmm. to burn yeah. evidence and documents. And yeah. Stuff. And I pointed that out when we were looking at, looking things over. I was like, it looks like something happened here, like an explosion happened or something, which very well could have. Could have. I mean, if they're bombing the place. Yeah. But then the, once they go inside of where they just destroyed, they find all this shit inside a veterinary clinic that shouldn't be there in the first place. Uh, yes. So this is saying Russian defense ministry specialists have carried out work directly in two bio laboratories in Maripol. Evidence of emergency destruction of documents confirming work with the U.S. military establishment were, was obtained. A preliminary analysis of extant or extant documentation indicates the use of Maripol as the regional center of for cholera pathogen collection and certification. The selected strains were sent to the public health center in Kiev, which is responsible for the onward shipment of biomaterials to the United States. These activities have been carried out since 2014 as evidenced by the transfer of strains An act of destruction of Pathogen collection dated February 25th, 2025, according to which cholera, tularemia, tularemia, and anthrax pathogens were handled there, hmm. was found in the sanitary and epidemiological laboratory. Part of the collection of the veterinary laboratory was not destroyed in a hurry. In order to ensure safety and secure storage, 124 strains were exported by Russian specialists and their study was organized. So they they just found 124, and that's what you were seeing in that fridge. Yeah. You got 124 strains of fucking who knows what, cholera, anthrax. Yeah, why would Damn. this shit be at a, at a vet? Oh, right here. Yeah, the presence and collection of these pathogens are uncharacteristic for veterinary medicine. No such shit. Such as typhoid, paratyphoid fever, gas gangrene. Uh, so this indicates laboratory misuse and involvement in military biological programs. Somebody was building an arsenal of chemicals mm -hmm. that they could use on people. And they were covering it up by saying it was a veterinary lab. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they, nobody would just go look there. Yeah. They, they knew if they were going to be investigated for something, they'd go to the bio labs. Yeah, why not? And lo and behold, they would the samples and shit wouldn't be there because they're storing them somewhere else. Uh, dude, it's it's not looking good. Not looking good at all. So we'll see what happens. But it's just like to me, you know, there's more and more coming out with this evidence, right? And they're they're slow rolling it a little bit. It seems like definitely could yeah. go a little quicker. I mean, my my biggest question would be, unless you knew about it and you don't want people to know that you knew about it, if these claims were coming out of a country saying the U.S. or any other, any fucking country, we found these this shit and they're building or have 
the equipment to build everything there to make a biological weapon. Mm. Not necessarily we found biological biological weapons, but everything they needed to make one and yeah. to deliver one. Why wouldn't any country immediately be like, hold the phone. We need to fucking look at this. Yeah. And that's, I think what Russia was complaining about for years. Yeah. Cause they're bringing this up showing, Hey, this is what's fucking going on. Why is no one interested in this? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, Russia is still a communist country. I'm not agreeing 100% with Russia. I'm not like fucking pro Putin. I'm not all this shit. I'm just no. saying this is evidence that the U S department of defense, um, our military defense contractors, big pharma. Yeah. Regard, regardless of how you feel about the, the Russian, the country, Russia or Putin or anyone, this kind of stuff being presented should at least make you question something should make you ask a question. Well, regardless, yeah. you, you at least have to find out if it's true. Well, not only that, but it should piss you off because these people don't represent us. Yeah. And they're acting on our own, like they're using our name. United States on this shit. Yeah. And then who gets blamed? Us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, we didn't vote for this shit. We don't want this. Like, yes, lock them up. We don't want that crap. So it stains our reputation because we're connected to it. Yeah. It stains the country as a whole. You know? Because of a a group of people that have horrendous things in their mind that they want to do to people. And that, you know, that begs the question, this is probably happening in a lot of different countries. Probably. You know what I mean? So the people of those countries want the bad people out, but it's just the bad people might have the power. It wouldn't surprise me that there's probably a lot of countries that some of their representatives have their hands on some bad shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the the only thing really driving this is money. You know, money and, and guns and control. So... You know, the defense contractors have a lot of advanced technology. And with that advanced technology, if you give them enough money, they get more advanced. They do a lot of other shit. Well, yeah, it it just it builds and builds and builds. The more money you have, the more capabilities you have. The more capabilities you have, the more money you have. The more money you have, the greedier you get. Yeah. And what have we been doing over the last couple of months is sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine. Yeah. So it's like, where's that money going? And what is it for? Mm hmm. Yeah, what what are we really doing with that money? Is it is it just going back into the pockets of politicians? Probably. Most I, likely. I mean, what could you seriously do with 40 billion? Or providing funds to move shit. Yeah. That need to be hidden. Yeah. Huh. Makes you think. Makes you think. Like, really? What do we really need 40 billion dollars for? And I bet you, you know, if you read through the bills, the big omnibus uh, omnibus bills. Yeah. A, a sliver of that might go to where it's needed to go, but hmm, does it even need to go over there? I don't know. I beg to differ. Anyway, you know what they should spend $40 billion on? My bookie. They should go Ooh. place a big fucking bet, a $40 billion bet with my bookie. Could you imagine? <laughs> the biggest bet in the world. Uh, 162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, and props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly using the promo code Drinking Bros to keep or to claim a my bookie deposit bonus. 
Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using the promo code DRINKINGBROS to secure your first deposit with bonuses up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever they put or whatever you put in, they'll meet you halfway all the way up to $1,000. So bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. And I'm excited to do this, dude. I'm going to be doing this. I'm big with fantasy football. So I'm thinking, screw fantasy football. I don't make money. I'm going to be making bets on my bookie Hell with football. Yes. And and I get deep into it, dude. I'll wake up at 3 a.m. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I got to do this. I gotta, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, his stats changed. What the hell? So, yeah, <laughs> you guys do it. It's fun. It makes it exciting. It gets you into sports, and it's it's real, you know, it helps us out, too. Uh, also, Lucy Nicotine, okay? Look, we're all adults here. I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, to focus, or just unwind after a long day, okay? Like David. He's having one of those long days right now, okay? I can hear him right now going, oh, this day is long. <laughs> Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Started out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about. And I will tell you, Dave loves Lucy. He does. And I love Lucy too. Lucy's I loved it. a game changer. I loved Lucy more when I had my tooth hole because it was just mm. fun putting that pouch right in there. Perfectly. But now I like the, the lozenges, I must say. Mm. Uh, a minor drip with the low milligram. I like the nootropic effect. Okay. I'm not going to lie. And it helps stimulate my brain. Yeah. It gets you thinking. It does. You know? And it's good, you know, if you like, no matter what you like, they have different flavors. Uh, Dave says the pouches have good mouthfeel, okay? Yeah. So I trust Dave's opinion on mouthfeel. He seems like he knows what that feels like. <laughs> so if you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's product at lucy.co. That's lucy.co. Oh, oh, oh. And use promo code PARDON at checkout. We do have to read this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical so visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code pardon do it do it and yes now we have some grab bag articles to get into because there's still some funny shit happening around this world you know always everything can be made fun of everything should be made fun of you know that's how you know somebody's mature is if they can laugh at themselves that's what i always like to say oh yeah if somebody takes offense to a joke about themselves i go dude grow some balls okay <laughs> what the fuck does it matter um here we go actually some of these some of these are just darn interesting i must say but this first one is hilarious dude this is nancy pelosi oh, nancy this is coming out of gateway pundit drunk nancy yes with the u.s economy and foreign policies and tatters Pelosi's new capital caterer delivers booze directly to her office. Imagine that. Oh, the boozer gets it directly. You know, I bet she's been doing that for a while. Oh, yeah. She has her assistant. She probably just switched caterers. Hey, Jimmy. Because it just makes it easier now. Go get me a bottle. You know, half gallon. Uh, What what? do you think she drinks? Do you think she's a wino? Or do you think she's like Oh, straight up Smirnoff, bro. Smirnoff? Yeah, she's just right from the (laughs) bottle. She launders and steals millions of dollars from the American public and drinks oh, Smirnoff. Dude, she's like a pope that molests <laughs> children. She's like, you know, she's all about that Russia. Yeah. yeah. She probably watches Russian porn. Okay. She has, uh, what's a Russian car? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Something out of the 80s that was imported. 
I don't think that uh, do they make cars over in Russia? I have no idea. I'm just uh, either way. I think she pounds Smirnoff, dude. Why wouldn't she Smirnoff? That's just a weird choice. I mean, I guess I mean if you're going to be rich, you you stay rich by spending a little little bits of money, right? Hmm. Or you make good backdoor deals or investments. Yeah, I guess. Well, so this is saying um, members of the House of Representatives may now order beer, wine, and spirits and have them directly delivered to their offices because of this new, uh, I guess, caterer that they have at the Capitol Hill Hmm. called Sedexo. Oh, boy. Now, here's As a taxpayer of this country, I do not approve of my representatives making laws for me while under the influence of alcohol. Fuck it. Let's pass it. I fill a bus. Or policy decisions, for that matter. Yeah. Does the president get stuff delivered right to his office? Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I just don't want to pay for them to be catering. Like, get up yeah, off your ass and too. go get it. You know what I mean? This is saying um, wine and beer was often available at catered receptions on Capitol Hill, but now booze can go directly to a member's office, and they can order in bulk. Ugh. <laughs> this reminds me of the scene in Tommy Boy when he gets his office at his dad's job. He's like, I got me on fridge. You can store a whole <laughs> six-pack of soda in yeah, here. six-pack of b- <laughs> soda. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking into the fan. <laughs> yeah. Luke. I am your... No. So this is not a shocker for Pelosi. Pelosi reportedly spent over $100,000 on alcohol consumed on her flights overseas over a two-year period in the past. Jesus. Yeah. So, oh, look, look at this. This is saying um, one Codell traveling from Washington, D.C. through Tel Aviv, Israel to Baghdad, Iraq from May 15th to May 20th, 2008, quote, to discuss matters of mutual concern with government leaders. Uh, This is saying that purchases for the Codell included Johnny Walker Red Scotch. I think this is what Nancy Pelosi was drinking, okay? Scotch, huh? Uh, yeah, we got Johnny Walker Red Scotch, Grey Goose Vodka. Okay, so uh, I was she's wrong. A, she drinks vodka. She's a gooser. <laughs> a and J or E and J Brandy, Bailey's Irish Cream, Maker's Mark Whiskey. Okay, we got some cognac. We got some Bacardi Light Rum, Jim Beam. Oh, what's Jim Beam doing on there? What is Beef Eater? I have no idea. That's a gin. Okay, uh. some some like. Uh, Alcohol enthusiast out there is going, what is beef eater? <laughs> this Greg, he doesn't know what beef eater is. Well, I know what beef eater is. Okay. I will tell you that. But if you scroll on down. But if anyone's listening to this, we'll gladly take a sponsor for alcohol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to sponsor our <laughs> podcast and you got booze. Look, yeah. Scroll on down and play this video because this is some video that somebody's claiming is she drunk because just. How she's acting. Oh, can, do you not see it up there? Uh-uh. Oh, dang. It hmm, shows up on mine. That sucks. Well, anyway. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, try refreshing that page. Hmm. hmm. Dango. Okay. Well, whatever. There's a There's a small video where she's up at the podium and she's like looking around. She's like, this is how it's going to be. And then she's like, oh, hey there. Hey. What are you doing here? And she's like, 
Okay, I'm going to put my mask on. Okay, how do I do this? <laughs> she can't figure out how to put on her mask. Dang. Oh God. Dang, dude. Well. Is it in a tweet? Can you save it? Um, No, it's it's on Rumble. Mm. But it's all good. Um, Everybody knows what drunk Nancy looks like. Exactly. And I don't want to hear her voice. It's just fucking too much. So this next one is kind of interesting. So I, I saw that Joe Rogan tweeted this out actually go to the next uh there we go cheating death scientists reverse death in astonishing feat by bringing dead eyes back to life <laughs> what 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 i know oprah we could bring your eyes back uh, only the eyes why only the eyes yeah and so this remember we were going to talk about well i don't know if dave was ever going to show this but he had a video where a dog's head was... Oh, yeah, it came back to life. They had a severed dog's head, and I, it, they I, brought the fucker back I to life. I recently seen a video where they did it to a human head. Oh, my God. It, like, it was a, clearly a severed head, and they took it out of the bag, and it, it started, like, moving around. Moving around, blinking and shit? I don't know if it was, like, conscious. Did, did it wink? I don't, I don't know. It was a grainy video. Wink you know, one eye for yes, two you know eyes those, for no. Those grainy videos that people share, and they're like, "Oh my god, look at this!" And yeah, you, like, that could be fucking anything. Oh boy, but it was a it was a human head that was moving off of its body. Yeah, this says eyes taken from organ donors five hours after death responded to light with electrical activity only previously seen in the living. So it's pupils dilated. Hmm. Yeah, so the authors of the study said the discovery raises questions on whether brain death is, uh, or as it is currently defined, is truly irreversible. Hmm. Hmm. So brain death is when somebody is no longer able to survive without life support. Yeah. Or unable to breathe on their own. So. Question. Just because you can stimulate the eyes with electrical impulses and then it can... The people can respond to light. How does that mean that you can make someone not brain dead? What does that have to do with your brain? Well, yeah, this is kind of where they're going here. They're, it's like it's kind of like uh, it's the first step, right? You're you're at the doorstep here. You're not uh, you're not oh, so fully this there. Is the, this is something that that triggered them, and now they're thinking, "Hold on a second. Yeah, okay. Maybe we can take this a little bit farther for sure. And now we're going to make zombies, right? Yes." <laughs> The CDC was preparing for this. Yeah. The zombie apocalypse yeah, is here. It's in their fucking guidelines. Yeah, this is lead author Dr. Fatima Abbas of the Moran Eye Center in University of Utah. Oh, God, this was in Utah, too. Mm. Got those Mormons working on this shit. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I'm just kidding. I love Mormons. You know, I, I don't care. I, I honestly, love all people. Yeah, I don't give a shit what you are. Uh, she says, quote, or it could be he. I don't know. Is this a he? We were able to wake up photoreceptor cells in the human macula, which is part of the retina responsible for our central vision and our ability to see fine detail and color. Hmm. In eyes obtained up to five hours after the organ donor's death, these cells responded to bright light, colored lights, and even very dim flashes of light. Ooh. So part of death is the loss of this neuron activity. So, so would it be more likely that maybe, I don't know, because my eyes don't really have any muscular tissue, do they? 
mm. like in the eyeball. Like I was thinking maybe you hook Kinda. these to like electrical impulses and then you, you flash something at it. Does the eyeball, cause it's only five hours after, right? Yeah. Does the eyeball have like some kind of muscle memory in it still? Probably. Like yeah. it's natural reaction to something that it just does. Have you ever cut open? Or is that only caused by the brain? Oh, it's good. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a neurologist. I, so. I think uh, that's what they're trying to figure out is that I think that these photoreceptor cells respond instantaneously, regardless of whether your brain, you know, gets that synapse or that whatever yeah. the fucking trigger. It's just, it's going to do it first and then respond later. Like, ah, fuck it. You know, like I'd rather ask for forgiveness than what if someone in the afterlife is like, this was their eyes and like they're hooked him up to electrical impulses. And now they're flashing light oh. at him. And then the person in the afterlife is going, what the fuck? Like a ghost is like over there. They're, like, oh. they're just they're being blinded. They're oh. like, what the fuck's going on? They're like, God, leave me alone. <laughs> I told you not to do that. I anymore. said, no, I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> but have you ever cut open an eyeball? No. Why would I have done that? Well, I've done it. Because I've taken lab classes yeah, like in high I have school not, and shit. I would have not could have unless I was like some psycho kid doing it to animals. Oh yeah, yeah. I would have not done that. They're tough. Yeah. They're extremely hard to cut. I will I'll put it that way. Hmm. It's very uh it's a very tough tissue to cut open. What's inside of it? Uh just fucking goo and fucking just it's just it's just like a it, if you cut open anything else, it looks just like it's if you cut it in half. It's hmm. not like it's just kind of mushy, slimy, but it's tissue. It's fucking hmm. thick, dude. You know what I mean? Okay. But it's it's hard to break. Kind of like if you just cut open like a... Like if you didn't hard boil an egg all the way. Uh, and you, you sliced it in half and then you got the yolk that runs out. No, it wouldn't be like that. Oh, okay. It would be like a solid hard boiled egg. But way tougher to cut into. I'm trying to think of something that's just as tough to cut into. Mm. You can't. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. <laughs> eh, can't. Either way, this is part of a, a body of controversial science that has been looking to reverse uh, or breathe life back into organs that have died. And for instance, you had this 2019 study that was published in Nature where they brought dead pig brains back to life. They were able to switch the blood circulation of huge organs four hours after the pig had been slaughtered. Mm. Uh, well, uh, I feel like that's more normal because it's still got the, the the pathways for that, right? So the, as long as you're like pumping blood in, pumping blood out, like it's you're circulating. Yeah, I mean that's isn't that kind of how they keep things alive for organ donors? Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. So we'll, we'll see, but like put it on a dialysis machine. Yeah. And I think that that's how that severed dog head was staying alive too. They put mm. it on this like fucking pump. Like he was dead, but they hooked it up the to organs its, were still. Yeah. Like a heart, like a yeah. fake pneumatic heart. Oh, kids just showed up. <laughs> uh, but this says initially the research team was able to revive light sensing neurons in the eye, but the cells were not able or not in communication with other cells in the retina. The tissue behind the eyes that collects the light and sends the imaging back to the brain. So they discovered that lack of oxygen was to blame because hmm. hmm. the thing wasn't breathing. Hmm. So how do we get oxygenation back into the organ? Hmm. So that's the next step. OK, how can we uh, reoxygenate this tissue? I don't know, man. I don't, I, I don't know if I like this. Yeah. But they're saying like, but why? Why are we doing this? Right. Yeah. 
Um, they're, they're saying Dr. Vinberg, this is Dr. Vinberg, an assistant professor of ophthalmology and visual sciences, says the scientific community can now study human vision in ways that just aren't possible with laboratory animals. Oh, boy. Until now, it hasn't been possible to get cells in all different layers of the central retina to communicate with each other in the normal way that they do, blah, 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 going forward. We'll have a different approach to develop treatments. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that they just want to make fucking so zombies. They're just gonna, yeah, they're just going to continue to test things and try to revive things until someone dies and they bring them completely back. And you, they're you, not them, and they got some demon inside of them, and then they go on an eating rampage, and that's how yeah. they can spread their demonized yeah, it's definitely zombie. Something, something that they can create just to kill it later. <laughs> Something like a sacrifice uh, clone. Mm. That's what it is. It's like the movie The Island. You know? Oh, you're needed for some organ. But I'm kind of being serious here. I think that they're not going to create the human being. They're going to create the organs. Because you've had lab-grown meat. You've had lab-grown booby milk. Now you're going to have lab-grown personalized tissues for when you need them. You need a new kidney. Something fucking happened. We'll grow it in the lab. This has got to give Bill Gates some money. You, you need a new eyeball? Yeah. We'll just make one. We we know how to reconnect it. We did it to a fucking dead pig. Yeah. Or a dead uh, whatever the hell it was. So, yeah. I, I think that that's what this is all about. Is like eventually we're going to grow organs. And then they will be used as transplants when, yeah. they, when you need them. No, I can see that. That's that I feel like that's been coming for a while. But the fact that they're trying to bring life back into organs that have previously died, yeah. that's not just making organs to replace ones in, in you that have gone bad. That's yeah. You're doing something else. You're, you're bringing life to something that shouldn't have life anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's another thing, too, is uh, reuse, reuse. What is it? <laughs> oh, yeah, just recycled fucking yeah. eyeballs. What are the three R's? Something? Reuse? <laughs> Re-something? Recycle? I don't know. Fucking hurt. Haven't I heard mean, that I guess. Just recycle dead bodies, dude. You know, I mean, that's, what, that's where organ donors are. It's recycled parts, I guess. Yeah. How are we doing on time there? Uh, we got like 10 minutes. Okay. We got that crying baby in the back. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. Well, you know what? I got one more here. Let's see where this goes. Because this one is pretty interesting. Hmm. So scientists grow plants in soil from the moon. Lunar farming could be next. Lunar farm. I mean, hasn't Elon been calling this for a while? Uh, yeah, kinda. Or was he talking about Mars? He might have been talking about Mars, bro. Because this this is like new. I've never heard of this. But well, but why wouldn't you try the moon first? Isn't Mars farther away? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. So why wouldn't Mars or the moon be the first stepping stone? Well, apparently space is fake and gay. Well, that's true. Fake and gay. Someone said it's fake and gay. I don't know okay. what that means. I, you know, homosexual space would make it a lot more interesting. If you think about that. Uh, <laughs> it'd make it difficult to survive. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Your lineage depends on what you, if what they like, you know, out there in space. If they're like, hey, you know. But this goes on to say, I just highlighted some of this stuff. As part of NASA's Artemis program, which aims to return American astronauts to the moon half a century hiatus, or after this half a century hiatus, crews won't be coming just to visit. 
but to stay, mm-hmm. establishing or establishing a long-term presence in permanent lunar bases. Lunar bases. Hmm. And that, remember, why say bases? Because that's what that's all they know, man. Why does it have to be militarized? Well, that's just why wouldn't wouldn't the first step just to see? Hey, I obviously they're going to send their own professional people. Yeah, but couldn't you just like lunar communities? I don't know. Oh, guys on death row, we're going to send you to the moon. We built this thing. Mm. We're going to send you there and see if you can survive. I like that. That's what we did with Australia. Do that with the Chimos, bro. You fucking touch kids, you go into the moon, bitch. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. How about you just use the undesirables in a desirable way? Oh, no. Now you're sounding like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she called everyone deplorable. Anyone that didn't like her or was against her politically. I'm saying the yeah. actual people that are worthless. Yeah, that's true. Like murderers, fucking pedophiles, yep. fucking all those kinds of people. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, those who commit treason. No. Oh boy! Yeah, but then they create some kind of that's true. Powerful like, what's, thing. Of what's the- treason? <laughs> well, I'm going to change the definition. See ya. Yeah. So this is saying that they're going to be setting up lunar bases, and this is this you know long term program. Not going to be in the uh, near future here, but this says that I uh, mean, so that means not carrying all of the crew's food along but growing at least some of it on site using the moon's regolith or soil itself is you is going to be like the next thing. So like yeah. creating this lunar greenhouse. Didn't they do this in the movie, the Martian? That's a great point. Potatoes. They talk about that. That's where this kind of idea is, you know, thriving from is imagine that it came from Hollywood. Yeah. So keep on scrolling down there. I, I highlighted some stuff here. So the researchers did their planting in plastic plates with thimble-sized wells that are more commonly used to grow cell cultures. Mm. Each well got a gram of soil, or about a teaspoon, with four wells apiece for each of the three Apollo missions. So they had a hard time getting this soil, bro. Why is it that hard? Well, because... Because they were never there. It's a prized possession. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, bro. I mean, they said that it's very hey, rare. If they were there, I mean, obviously their their fuel consumption is a very calculated, precise thing. Yeah. It can only handle so much weight. So a gram of soil might have put them over the edge to come back. That's true. You know, but you do need that weight to kind of get the, remember Apollo 13? Oh, yeah. You needed more weight to kind of go around that moon and launch you forward. You know, they yeah. use that propeller like right at the orbit. Yeah. I don't know. But to me, we haven't gone there in like fucking 50 years. And so they're like, we don't got a lot of soil left. Uh, What do you want to do with it? You're going to. So that's the other thing is this is old fucking soil, man. This shit's been sitting in containers for 50 years. Dried up and dusty. And so they're using this dusty ass fucking (laughs) dried up soil. Spit on it. Grow some potatoes. You know, it says, okay, this is going on. It says once the seeds were sown, the plants were irrigated and placed in clear, ventilated terrarium boxes under grow lights. Mm-hmm. That's normal how you grow things. Within 48 to 60 hours, all of the seeds in all of the mini pots began to germinate, mm. but with very different results depending on what soil was used. So get this, bro. The seeds grown in the lunar soil were very different 
matter or were a very different matter. While all of them did sprout and all of the root systems grew to fill their tiny wells, on the whole, the plants were smaller and grew more slowly than the control plants. Many of the leaves also exhibited black and red discoloration indicative of metabolic stress and overall ill health. (laughs) So you didn't really grow anything. Like you had some kind of inkling of this may happen, but then it was all fucking disgusting and worthless. (laughs) So this leads me back to the the title of this article, which says scientists grow plants and soil from the moon. Lunar farming could be next. Lunar farming of dead shit. You know what's going to happen? They're going to go up there to grow some shit. They're not going to be able to grow some shit. And then they're going to pull the chupacabra move. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <They're>, oh! <laughs> don't go out there, Billy. farmland sucks. So they're going to be like, oh, we saw an alien. <laughs> yeah. And now they're going to, it's going to be famous and, and money worthy anyway. Because even though you can't farm, you go there to see an alien. Oh, and they're going to have puppets on strings and they're going to fool you. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see that. It's dead dirt. It's the dead dirt. The dirt don't work. It's the you're going to have to do something. We invested billions of dollars into this. Yeah. So make a fake alien, please. Yeah. We need some, at least put it, turn it into a tourist attraction. Now, before they do that, though, they're going to have to find a way to bring up um, the, uh, what are they? The, uh, the, uh, the carcasses. What are the, 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 the chupacabra carcasses? Well, no, the, um, what, what were the things that died? Alpaca. Oh, the alpacas. They're going to need to bring the alpacas. Well, no, they don't need to bring alpacas. They could just bring all the farm equipment and all the farming stuff they were going to grow and just have it all die. But the chupacabra. And then blame it that the aliens killed it because they don't want us farming the moon. Yeah. So I just I found that this is funny that this this whole like article title was saying that (sighs) lunar farming could be next. But it's like, bro, they all died. You grew a shit plant in some shit ass soil. And you're talking about farming? Hello? <laughs> That's the opposite of farming. You did nothing. You accomplished nothing. Like, that is a lead-in title. Like, very, uh... <laughs> okay, yeah, that's hopeful. That's like, the first step to grow anything is you need to have nutrient soil. Like, yeah. you can't have shit soil and grow stuff. That's like, basic fucking knowledge yeah. of farming. Well, and that's in idiocracy, you know, like... We want some Brano or whatever the fuck it was. Cause oh, yeah. It's got electrolytes. <laughs> they need electrolytes. Yeah, it's that same premise. Like, no, let's get the soil right, and then it'll grow, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I found that that Maybe was... Maybe they could just fill the Martian... Or not Martian soil. The the moon soil. What are they going to call it? It's not... Lunar. It, it, lunar soil? Lunar soil. Okay. They just need to fill it full Great of shit. Great fucking band name right there. Lunar soil? Lunar soil. <laughs> so they need to... Take all the compost piles from the from the world and take it to the moon. Yeah. And mix it in with the lunar soil to try to create something worthy of growing. You could grow something. Yeah. Something's gonna grow. I was just trying to think of lunar soil's set list name. <laughs> so you got like crater. <laughs> Here's our hit crater. All right. You got uh what else would be up there? Anti gravity or fucking uh First steps for mankind. Look, an alien ship. Nope, just a rock. Yeah. This one's called... The booster we forgot about. Oh, shit. <laughs> Lunar Soil. The best band of the fucking <laughs> 2000s. 
It was that early 2000s metal. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, you know, every band had its, you know, place for the world. It's one then. in the music video. They all act like they're zombies. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do you think we'll ever, like, grow stuff or do stuff on the moon? Actually. Mm. No. And, and so somebody brought up the idea of, like, actually just standing on the moon. You would get hit with debris, space debris, or shit that's flying in the air because the atmosphere is different. Yeah. Like, it's not like Earth where you're protected by this, like, Dome. stratosphere or a fucking, <laughs> yeah, perm. What, is, what does Dave call it? A, fir- a firmament? F- firm, firmament. A firmament? Firmament. Firmament. The firmament. Yeah, it's, I, I think that the moon is just like a fucking dust bowl, bro. Like, that's why I, I find it hard to believe. So they'd have to build a firmament. They'd have they'd to have do to something. They'd have to build a dome. Otherwise, yeah. or land inside of a mountain or a crater, and I put think, a roof over it. Yeah, a fucking base, bro. Underground base. You wouldn't have to be underground if you got a, a deep enough crater. You could literally just build a roof over. Oh, it. that's true. Yeah, land in the crater. Yeah. You'd have to land in a deep fucking crater. Yep, that's the only way. That's the only way. Because then it would be too windy. Like if you're on the surface of the moon, you get hit by shit, like little tiny fucking rocks, even just floating. From the moon. I don't know. Like, I don't, I think that there's wind. Is there not wind in space? I don't think so. Fuck, dude. See, and that's the thing. Like, what, what is there? Yeah, I don't know. Because if the moon is just clinging to the earth, right? It's stuck in this orbit of Mm -hmm. earth and it's kind of just sitting there, but it's not spinning itself. So it's stagnant, right? It kind of like wobbles, I guess, but it's not spinning. So, when it's floating in Earth and there's no atmosphere around it, I don't know. Maybe there is atmosphere around it. I don't, maybe I'm just kind of. <laughs> maybe dumb, there is some kind of atmosphere. I mean, yeah. If it, I don't know. But I, I just think that there might be space debris that would be more penetrable to the moon. Why else is there? I mean, the moon is hit by so much fucking shit. Look at the moon. I mean, it's covered in holes, dude. Yeah. Like it's getting hit constantly. So would you be leery about building a, an a civilization in a crater would be like, well, fuck lightning. What if lightning strikes twice? That's right true. We get, what if a crater goes directly in the same hole? Mm. Well, it's a risk you got to take, you know, that's when you kind of decide, uh, which way are we going? Cause you know, the orbit's going one way. Mm. So it's the first, first side of impact. Let's, let's build our base on the opposite side of impact. It's you true. Know? On the dark side. And that's the other thing. What the fuck's on the other side? We've never seen it. Yeah, why wouldn't you go to the other side? Mm-hmm. Like, if you've been to one side, right? And they're like, eh, we're not really in a hurry to go back. There's not much there. But there's a whole other side of that planet. Or not really a planet, but a moon. There's a yeah. whole other side of it. What's on that side? Yeah, have you ever seen... There is a movie where there's a Nazi base on the dark side of the moon. Mm. And it was, like, so fucking cheesy, but it was a great movie. Because of that reason. You know the guy, the main guy uh, in Jurassic Park? The, the main, old one? The main the guy. The original one? Well, not the old guy, but the, the main scientist guy who was with the, the woman. Okay, yeah. They went to Jurassic Park. Yeah. That main guy was the Nazi leader in this movie. Oh. It was pretty funny. Nazi on dark side <laughs> of moon. What the hell is this movie called? Iron Sky. Yes. Iron Sky. 2012 if there was, movie. If there was a Nazi base on the other side of the moon, wouldn't everyone have seen them going there? Uh, 
Like how Maybe. many how many trips do you got to make in order to build a base? You're yeah. gonna have to ship a bunch of shit up there. That's true. And dude, the the lunar base is made out of like a swastika design. <laughs> of course it is. It's like land in the middle of the <laughs> dome, and then you got the swastika. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, so right. anyway, it's about that time. It is that time, everybody. And yes, before we get out of here, leave a rating on whatever audio you're listening to. Okay, stop what you're doing. Okay, if you're flying an airplane, I say just pass out. Stop. Stop. Okay? No, don't do that. That's very dangerous. But when you land safely, rate and review and share and subscribe. Yeah. You know, we're on Rumble. Go over to our Rumble channel. Subscribe over there. Get on Rockfin. Subscribe over there. Wherever we're at. Okay? PardonMyAmerican.com. Get some merch. Do it to it. Get on Patreon. Okay? Every Friday we do call-in shows and it's brilliant. Yeah. Get us up on Apple Podcasts. Hit us up on Google Podcasts, whatever kind yes. of audio place you listen to. We are there, except for Spotify. Do it to it. And go watch Iron Sky. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Raise your glasses. Till next time. Sai Nara. Later.